Welcome back to the Fan of the Podcast. I'm your host today, Javon, and I'm here with my co-host. Javier Gordon, and you know, boy, we're back again. We're back again with episode 3, season 2, and I just want to say thank you to all those who support us so far, and thank you for listening, downloading the episodes, and we have been making many strides so far. We have been in the top 60 on feedspot.com, and that is a really good ranking. We rank for in that in that um on that website. So thank you very much. Uh we want to kick start off with Man United win against Liverpool. How crazy is that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for the first time on this podcast, I have no other choice but to give Manchester United a round of applause. Brilliant performance against Liverpool. Jaden Sancho look, looked like um, the player that Manchester United was hoping to sign. Marcus Rashford back through the middle, even though he played out wide in the second half, but back through the middle and just look electric. This Manchester United side was working. This Manchester United side was talking to each other. They were running for each other. This was a brilliant, 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 brilliant performance. Um, bear in mind that the bar was already set low and everyone thought they were going to get demolished by Liverpool, but the way Manchester United turned up and play, you have to give them credit. Eric Ten Hag. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yes. And Eric Ten Hag, you have to give him credit for his starting 11. He dropped Harry Maguire and he dropped Cristiano Ronaldo. He brought in Rafael Varane to play along side Lissandro Martinez and Lissandro Martinez looked like the player they signed. He was aggressive. He was getting on the end of things. He was stepping up into uh, uh, into midfield to win balls and to start the counter-attack. Christian Eriksen was brilliant on the ball on the night. Yes, they, the stats will tell you they had less position, but every time they were going forward, they look electric and they look like scoring. Um... What was your that was just my views on the game? What was your views, Javier? Well, my view is that Liverpool right now is weak, they're missing some key players right now. Uh, I know that the midfield is weak. They started Harvey Elliott in midfield, and I mean, he's just a scene, he's still, he's still inexperienced, but he started, he played well. Um, Man United they they went against uh, a weak in Liverpool, but they still got the job done, though. Either way, I but I that cannot, Liv- you know. Huh? No, I I was I had a I have a rebuttal to that because some would say okay, okay. the 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 how far back Manchester United were Liverpool that Liverpool team should have still won. No, I mean yeah, true, but Liverpool right now they they have had a bad start into the season overall. Still, so they Man United, but uh, Man United has players. Liverpool are missing players. Same way. Either way, that 2-1 win was big for Man United. It is their first win of the season, and it's been a rocky road for them. So was Liverpool as well, but for Man United, it has been much worse. <laughs> very, 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 very bad. But the the dropping of Ronaldo and Maguire was a big statement to say that he needs better players and that he he wants players with quality who can start. That's what Ten Hag wants. And 
Well, let's just see how it goes from there. That's the first win. Can they win the next game? Yeah, so and then the next game is against Southampton. But I wanted to pick up on a point. I don't think it's not nece- it's necessary quality in Cristiano Ronaldo's case because the world over knows he has the quality. I think it's a case of Ten Hag wanted to um have players that's going to press the ball from the front foot. Because if you saw um the game in the first couple of minutes when Manchester United actually picked up the game and I, I was going at Liverpool, there was times where Liverpool couldn't get out because they were pressing the ball so high. And that that the tactics there was brilliant um, for me in that regard. Another I mean, talking... I'm sorry, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, what were you going to say? Well, I mean... Yes, he wants he wants pressing from all his team, which can you know give him give him the win. And Ayrton Hag right now, he needs better players if he's gonna do something like that. How much patience will he have to get all the players in his starting eleven, you know, to suit that playing style, which he wants to play? I mean, Ayrton Hag is used to be playing a position based football, right? Playing yeah, Pep Guardiola stuff like that doesn't want to give it away. He wants to hug the ball and, you know, keep going forward with the ball, press against the team. But the winner soon close. The winner soon is going to be closed. I don't think he's going to get all the players he needs. But isn't Ten Hag a coach that makes players better? Because I immediately see an uptake in, 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 based on that one performance. Well, I see an uptake in well, yeah, Sancho's at, performance. At Ajax, yeah, at Ajax he was that coach, but at Man United with the players right now, can those players even get better? I think I honestly think you can get more than Sancho, Rashford, and even Martial. I can't believe I'm saying this about Martial. When Martial came on, he brought a presence on that, like you know, this game was over when he came on. I don't know where he got it from. I don't know how Ted had well, pulled that out of him, but he did. Well, if that's the case, he needs to bend Scott McTominay, then he cannot start a game. Yeah, but they just sent Casemiro. Casemiro is going to start and it's going to be... Well, I guess Casemiro and Fred, that would be an interesting defensive pivot then. But Fred, I don't think Fred's going to get a game. I think it's going to be Casemiro, Bruno, Bruno Fernandes, and um uh, Christian Ericsson. Yeah. I think that's their midfield three for now, and, unless they send more quality. Ooh, and then, that ain't bad, to be honest. That ain't bad. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. Um, From a Liverpool, from a Liverpool perspective... Yes, you spoke about them having a bad start, but you know who epitomizes their bad start? I think who epitomizes their bad start is Virgil van Dijk. What is happening? Bro, That to me, that man needs a day off. He's playing like he... Okay, he's just uh, going through the motions. Yeah, this is I the mean, third time. Every def- yeah, every defender goes through it. I mean, after you know, having a few high-peak high peak season, but Comparing Liverpool defence to Man United, Man United basic defensive tactics was just to get the ball out. Just get the ball out of the box. Just keep the ball out. Don't worry about bringing it down. Just find a pass to your teammate, your closest teammate, and just get the ball out, regroup, and just attack. That was the main, that was the main thing that they were doing. You know, keep running and working, get the ball out. But it wasn't just about winning the first ball, but to win the second or the third ball from, you know, when they lose possession or not. And I mean, they're quick at launches from counter attack still. I mean, Rashford is that player to, you know, to pounce mm-hmm. on counter attacking football as well. So. Yeah, he thrives off it. Yeah. 
yeah that that is true but um what i kind of wanted to discuss briefly what do you think is going on with van dyke we we and again it's not only van dyke we know alexander arnold was caught out for the Jaden Sancho goal as well because he could have sprinted back and to get a block in but what do you think is going on with virgil van dyke van dyke ah uh, boy it's 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 such uh he's been criticized a lot and i mean he's a defender who has performed at a top level since running liverpool and the mistakes that he have made uh winless after three games some goals conceded by them have to be blamed on you know him being the, the main outlet for these goals as well you know fulham they he couldn't close down Wilfred Zaha and I mean it's it's crazy but these things all happen to defenders and you it's just so? happening off yeah I guess he's still a top defender not not nothing regardless and it's it's just sad it's just sad but I mean Liverpool overall has a rocky start to the season mm-hmm. but let's just see how it plays out see how it plays out yeah and um. Hey, I I think Liverpool is gonna pick it up. I'm not gonna write them off yet. Um, once majority of their players come back and um they got their starting level back, they will I 100 percent think they're good. They'll be good. But like I said before, they're missing money. But we're not gonna open up that kind of worms right now. Next time when they lose again, yeah, they miss money. Because when I say they miss money, Liverpool fans want to attack me. Exactly. <laughs> Some and there's a specific Liverpool fan we're talking about, but we're not gonna call any names here. <laughs> <laughs> not even talking about him, but other people I know as well. But yeah, he, he's one too. He's one too. Yeah. I'm talking directly about him. He knows he's. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, moving on, that was one of the shocking results of the weekend. The other shocking result and the biggest shocking result is Chelsea losing three one to Leeds, three nil to Leeds. I'm sorry, my apologies. Oh, the American dream. Man, I'm, I'm going to let you have... What? I'm going to let you have this review from Le- the Leeds perspective. You know, I think from episode one, I was saying that Leeds, all of this sign, um, you know, that American player. I forgot his name. Tyler, Tyler, yeah, Brendan Aronson. I think he's Brendan Aronson and Tyler Adams. Yeah, I'm like, hey, USA. USA. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, seriously, though, like, that was a shocking result. I was expecting Chelsea to win. Everyone was expecting Chelsea I, to I win. I mean, they had Sterling, and so I'm like, okay, they can probably score a goal or something. I don't know why Tokel is buying defenders, though. Like, he's trying... I don't know why he's buying defenders like that when you need an attacker. Like, I just don't understand it. It don't make no sense to me, but it's not my problem, though. But that game... I didn't expect Leeds to win that game, but good going for them still. Good going for them still. The first 10 minutes of the game was back and forth, which is what you would expect going to Leeds. Like, if you're going to Leeds, you know it's going to be a high-paced game. You know it's going to be very... Yeah, uh, really it's, it's very high-paced game from the first minute to the last. Yeah, Chelsea definitely. was... Chelsea had two clear-cut chances that if they had a striker, they would have been 2 nil up and the game would have changed. But no... Mendy dwelling on the ball, Brandon Aaron to take advantage. I'm not even gonna complain um too much on that because Mendy is told to play the ball out from the back and you can't account for someone's pace. Because the minute he looked yeah. up, he was on him. 
But yeah, definitely, second yeah. goal. The second goal was perfectly available. And the third one, honestly, lead, just Leeds outplayed Chelsea in their mm. homegrown. That's two wins on the chart for Leeds and a draw. They started the season brilliantly. Chelsea's still in disarray. Yeah, they got like seven points in the first three games. Yeah, that's good. That's good. good. And everyone and most people had them to go down. So, mm-hmm. hey, prove everyone wrong. And, and you know, Hats off to Jesse March. Jesse yeah, March. and you know, like Taylor Adams has been a really good influence on Leeds so far. He has been yeah, playing, right, right, right in that yeah, in been. that defensive midfield. He's playing well. Yeah, definitely. He's yeah, a really good player. He he will excel well coming along the season. Definitely, as it stands, I think Chelsea's in disarray. Um, yeah, they they are they are approaching the transfer or the transfer strategy all over the place like mad ants, like when you throw water in wow. an ants nest. Wow. Um, but honestly, they keep going after defenders. They keep trying to send um, what's the Fofana? I say give. Chalaba full season under his belt. Let him learn from Koulibaly and Thiago Silva. I say change the formation to a 4-3-3 by striker and by a right winger. Because if you're not going to trust Pulisic and there are talks that you're going to let um, Hudson Adai go and let Hakim Zayas go, go get a right winger to play on the wing along with Sterling and get a front man, get a striker. Not a fan of the Aubameyang links. I say... Break the bank, not break the bank, but spend 60 70 million go for Patrick Schick, even though he signed a new contract, or go for a lot of Martinez that can play with the wingers, or Joa Felix, or someone, someone of note, even an angle career that can bang in these goals. Uh, but hey, it, it, it is what it is. Chelsea will not finish anywhere of note or take up any, any trophy, trophies of note without a out and out striker that can finish off some of these chances for from all the brilliant play and all the brilliant chance creation because Havertz is not Havertz's best position was when he was playing off a said striker he's not a false knight he can fill our vote he can fill our, 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 that role when the striker is injured but not for a whole 38 game season he's not going to get you 15 20 goals a season which is on average what you need to lift the Premier League trophy and score the goals when it's needed um, we don't. They Chelsea doesn't have bombing midfielders and are dynamic midfielders. That's gonna. Well, the midfielders are midfielders are dynamic. They're just not goal scoring yeah. dynamic midfielders. Exactly. So they 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 need. I don't know what Tuchel's doing. Um, but it's not looking good. <laughs> not looking good. The other um shocking uh, match of the weekend was. Newcastle taking on Manchester City. Saint Maximan. Oh my God. Yeah, he's, a, he's such a class player, man. I ain't gonna lie. He's really class. My my boy was balling. That man was balling. He tore Kyle Walker to shreds on Sunday. Yo, he was to be honest. Terrorizing that defense. I'm scared of Newcastle. I ain't gonna lie. They got well, Alexander Isaac just just recently as well. Yeah, and they're they're they they went in for um James Madison, fifty mil. That's they're trying scary. to get that over the line. Um, yeah. Eddie Howe, I always thought was a good coach. He's 
doing yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely a good coach. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that match ended three three. Um, Erlinghan, Gundogan, and Bernardo Silva, and you had I think Callum Wilson. What's it? Um, Trippier, and um, his name escapes me at the moment. Amaron, Miguel Amaron. I was gonna say Willa. <laughs> no, no, no. It was Miguel Amaron. He scored the, I think the first, oh. the, the first goal. But most yeah. of those goals are all, all of those goals were created by Seth Maximan. He won the free. He got the free kick, or he won the free kick. He created. He passed across the ball in the box for um Almiron, and he got the. He passed the ball to Callum Wilson for that goal. So. Hats off to Newcastle. I'm expecting big things from you this season. I'm expecting yeah, you guys to challenge yeah. for the top six. Maybe make Europa Conference League and build on that. City, mm-hmm. City will be fine. This was just Newcastle being great and City not knowing how to handle it. League is getting different now. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um, Arsenal rolls on. What do you think oh, of Arsenal yes. going on so far? Oh, yes. Arsenal, nine out of nine points. That's, that's a lot of Best start to the campaign in recent times right now. And our captain scored a brace. William Saliba scored a goal as well. And, you know, we end up with a clean sheet. So, Ramsdale's dad should be happy right now. <laughs> right if you watch now. Arsenal all Augustine, Ramsdale's dad was really angry when he when he didn't get a, a clean sheet. So, yeah, that's the joke behind the game. But, man, Arsenal has been, he's been playing really good. Gabriel Jesus, Brazilian Magic, he's doing, he's doing the good thing, you know, as usual. If he doesn't score, he either assists or he sets up, you know, someone for someone else for a goal, like a pre-assist or so. Been doing really good. I mean, Ben White has been playing right back really good as well, overlapping and beating the offside trap to, you know, put the ball through for Gabriel Jesus. And, I mean, he's been really, really well. Zizenko, uh, he's always doing a good thing. But uh, we're going against Fulham right now. Fulham is be looking to attack more. Attack more. <clears throat> More so right. I hope hope Tineri might just play that game or the Saladin or something like that. But so far Arsenal has been doing really, really good. Bring back Tamiyasu. Yeah, Tamiyasu as well. He should play. He should play too. Mm-hmm. As right back. Yeah. But I hope they can at least get another winger in because we loan Nicolas Pepe. Oh dear. So short and not play for Saka as a backup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so far, Arsenal has been doing good. They have Fulham next, as I said before. So, I hope they can win that game. And Gabriel Jesus can get a goal. Yeah. Yeah, Fabio Vera. Yeah, I I hope he gets his debut against Fulham because we have been looking for a number eight, and I believe he was played in that position the other day as well. So I hope he can do something in that position. And I mean, he 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 is he does a really special case because when he came, he. He went under, under some program thing, or he was training by himself for a while. And I don't know why he was training by himself. Maybe it's to get used to certain things, but I hope he starts the game still. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. I'm really 
interested to see how they play with him and how Arsenal progressed. I know Arsenal progresses, which they should be fine. Um, they're on track to, to, to... Their next few games, they should be winning. It's no excuses. They're playing teams that they should be beating. And the next few teams, and the next few games, they should be winning. Oh, yeah, I, I, I think so too. And the other thing is that they have to win those games because we need Champions League football. And I also believe... We are Europa League favorites as well to win it. So that's something really, really that has caught my eye today. But knowing that the Champions League has some big teams falling out, so we got to try and beat those teams who are coming into the Europa League. Yeah, so we, we will see how it goes. And the Champions League draw is coming up this week. So we will see how that goes in term, in regards to that. Transition into La Liga. Barcelona. Ah, Barcelona. Bar- Barcelona finally um, got up and running this weekend because their opening weekend, they started it with a draw. Barcelona um, kicking off and to kicking off against Celta Vigo. I'm sorry, Real Sociedad. Robert Lewandowski on the score sheet within the first, what, 40? 40, 30 seconds within the first minute of the game. Scoring yeah. again in the 68th minute. Ousmane Dembele slotting home for number for number two at the time before Lewandowski got the third. And Ansu Fati um, scored the fourth. Barcelona started kind of slow in this game. Apart from the Lewandowski goal, but the general build-up play was kind of slow, kind of rigid. But when Ansu Fati came on, he changed the game. What a difference this yeah. man makes. And, you know, he has been injured for quite a while as well. I'm struggling with, you know, uh, his injury. I forgot where he was injured, but I hope he can have a good season this time. And, you know, be injury-free because he has a bright future ahead of him. Mm-hmm. And it looked like Barcelona is looking to do some stuff this season. Although, they're, you know, they have no money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have no money. But, boy, I don't want to get on a topic right now because it's just depressing. Mm-hmm. Because... It's depressing because I believe Leeds said that Leeds mm-hmm. say that they have to Barcelona have to pay them by September the second. If not, they're gonna go against them in some court case or something like that. So I wanna see how that all that goes on because they haven't paid them yet. Yeah. <laughs> Rafinha. Yeah, I wanna see how that plays out. And Rafinha has had a brilliant start over these two games. But we we will see um how Barcelona handles the handles their club in the coming weeks. Real Madrid, um, Real Madrid rolls on with another victory, taking on. Why does these these names escape me? My apologies. Um, we see them taking on. <clears throat> on Saturday, they're taking on Celta Vigo. They won four one as well. Vinicius Junior, Karim Benzema, and Ma- Luka Modric and Federico Valverde on the score sheet. This was a typical magic performance, but the one yeah. player I wanted to highlight was Chuamini. Oh my God, was he brilliant. Mm. Slotted right in that Casemiro role. Casemiro who? For all who don't know. <laughs> for all those who don't know by now, you should know because it's the football in the world. Casemiro um, got a transfer 
to Manchester United. So Chouameni is his replacement, and he played brilliant in that game. Vinicius, world class now. I'm happy to say so. And Luka Matic, brilliant on the ball, still doing it at 37-38, if I'm not mistaken. And just a joy to watch. Just a joy to watch. Atletico Madrid. Ah, oh boy. Man, I don't even know what to say. Yeah. They played brilliant in the first game and they lost this game. How? How? Boy, they say La Liga is a competitive league, you know, so I mean. They lost 2 0 to Villarreal and Nahuel Molina got a red card. Yeah, I know that, yeah, they beat Gaddafi 3 0. Yeah, I mean, that, that, yeah, that, that, they should be winning, but Villarreal is a. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, you no. can't even find an excuse for Alecti, bro. It, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's unacceptable, unacceptable. But I'm not going to get into a, a, a few war. Well, they oh. have Valencia. They have Valencia next, so let's see where that goes. They're going to lose again on the Simeone. I think they will beat Valencia. It, it's time for Alecti to replace their manager, but you guys are not ready for that conversation right now. They're not replacing. Nah. I'm not going to get into a fight with you, with you people right now on why they should, they should keep it or they should Moving on. PSG. League on. PSG destroying League, League One right now. They're playing great. Neymar is their best player. Neymar is balling right now. PSG destroying Lille 7-1. Mbappe with Mbappe with a hat-trick. With a hat-trick. Yeah. Neymar with two goals. Lionel Messi with, with a goal. Neymar hat-trick of assists. Hakraf, Hakimi with one goal. Brilliant. The cohesion. The fight's done. The fight's done, Javier. Mm. There's no more fight. Boy, everybody loves so, everybody now. What do you think? Some things have been going on in PSG camp since since, since that Mbappe contract. You get me? Yeah, Mbappe owns and, the club, bro. Yeah, and boy, it, it, it's really complicated right now, but it seems, it seems things have cooled down so far, but how long will that how how long will it be like that? How long? It will be like that until PSG starts playing in the Champions League, get knocked out, and then the whole turmoil starts over again. Everybody gonna be blaming each other. Exactly, but it's crazy. We will. I, I don't know, man. I just want Neymar to continue this brilliant form he's on. He's been balling. Um, Killian will come good, but. It's all a preparation for the World Cup. We'll see how it goes, and we'll see who, yeah, what World group Cup they're drawing. Exactly, we'll see what group they're drawing. They're, they're drawing this week on um, Thursday when the draws get uh, dished out. Wrapping up here, um, the final whistles player of the week. Player of the week. I'm going to go for Saint Maximan. What do you think? I agree with that take. And he has been playing really well. He's like one of the best players outside the top six. So of course, I'll go with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not always about the top six. Top, top six. So, um, going across um, Europe, I'm, I have some honorable mentions. Sadio Mane, Vinicius Jr., uh, Marjic for that brilliant goal from outside the box. Go check it out, guys. Um, two of many brilliant performance Saturday for Casemiro. Um, and that's the final whistles play of the week. Some honorable mentions. 
trans transfer um talk because the transfer window is still open. Um, closes two weeks from now. If, if today's Sunday, closes two weeks from now. Um, yeah. major, major, major development. Uh, Newcastle is in for Alexander Isaac. That's not done yet. We're still seeing how the sweet progresses, but that would be a nice signing from the fee. I'm not too comfortable on because he's not worth. I think it's like mil. seventy million or something. Not worth it. Not worth it. Not worth it. I mean, he was linked to Arsenal, and we just didn't want to pay pay that fee. Exactly, and he's not even a fifteen or twenty goal a season striker. I suppose you scored that first season like seventeen, but it's not consistent. So. Yeah, Wesley Fafana to Chelsea. Wesley Fafana to Chelsea. 70 mil. I'm not going to discuss this at length because I'm going to get upset. So, Wesley Fafana to Chelsea. 70 mil. Glabash strike with that money. Right now. Uh, But my end to Chelsea and Manchester United. So, we'll see how that plays out. I I cringe when I hear that. Yep. Me too. Neil Mape to... Everton, that's some that, that that's some that's a will, decent signing, I guess. Will Everton even stay up? I mean, I I see that I see that they're signing players right now. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm like, okay, they they might can do a, a one two thing, but let's see what what Lampard is gonna do right now because it has been really sticky for him. Yeah, really he... sticky. Him and Gerard are a hun- under the hot seat to get relegated, but we'll we'll see how the season progresses. We're only three games. See, uh, Gerard, four games. Is uh, it Gerard right now? Problem. Him and Leon Bailey right now. Like, what's up with Leon Bailey? He was like this big signing, and I mean, I mean, we both know Leon Bailey, and he's a baller, you know. But I just don't know what's going on with him right now. He's I think I, I think the, I think the system Gerard players plays, um, because I've seen him in a couple of games. He does have an impact. But Gerard doesn't fully trust him for that. I don't know why. Um, oh wow! Another other transfer talk. Hudson uh, Adoy to Leverkusen. It's a rumor. Uh, Anthony to Manchester United. There's been a bid. Bid was rejected. Marco Asensio to Manchester United for thirty mil. We'll see how that progresses, and so on and so forth. And that brings us to the end of the episode of the final whistle. Thank you for joining us today. I am your host, Javon, and I'm here with my co-host. You know it's me, man. Javier Gordon. And, you know, it's been good. Yeah. Please remember to follow our socials. Uh, Twitter at the final whistle with the E at the N and replace that with the number 10. Instagram at the final whistle podcast. And um, you can email us at the final whistle 2022 at gmail.com. If you have anything, and you can always DM us if you have any suggestions or if you just want to have a football discussion, let us know. Thank you for joining us today. Enjoy your week, guys. See you next week or listen to you next week or talk to you next week. Whichever one it is. Peace. <laughs>